Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your host of the Pro Journey Podcast. As always, Coach Kyle. Uh, and just, you know, super excited for this episode with you today. I think you're going to love it, uh, bring a lot of energy for you, and bring something that's causing a lot of controversy, uh, and that is with youth soccer. So, or what I like to call football. So anyways, getting into it, today I'm going to be discussing closed-door practices and why your club needs to have closed-door practices. Uh, and this is something that, within my own program, we've been talking about doing for literally seven, eight, nine months, whatever the timeline is. And it's always something we've discussed, but we've really been pushing for last couple of months. And we finally made a decision that we're going to do it. And what a closed-door practice is, it just means that parents are not allowed at training. And there's a few reasons for this, but you know, before I get into that, Think about it this way, right? A closed door session means it's the player and the coach. The reason for doing something like this, and and by the way, this is a model used by a majority of the biggest clubs in the world. In fact, all of them, if from a youth academy perspective, you know, if you if they're a pro club, for example, closed door sessions, young kid sessions, closed door, it doesn't matter. Uh, and the, the reason for doing this is quite a few, but there's a lot of you would say initial challenges. But there's going to be a lot of growth that stems from that. And, you know, obviously the challenges you're going to have to overcome with a closed door session is people aren't going to like it. People don't like change. They don't want to deal with things that they can't watch. So, you know, you're saying no more can you come watch your child play, which, you know, is kind of hard probably to, to understand at first. But, you know, in the long term game, and this is what I want to talk about today, is it's development. Right. And, and I'll give you some examples from closed door sessions or the reason for it. So, you know, you look at a normal kid whose parent is always there. And and trust me, I've been in this. I think people forget this. I've been through this system. I've lived it. I've gone through the entire process, top to bottom, up and down. And my parents, especially my mom, was at every single damn practice I was at. Every single one. Bam. So before I even got in the car, my mom already had her ideas about my practice. Nothing wrong with that, right? But, again, conversations were already in place, and I don't even get to share my thoughts about my practice. And whose journey is it? Is it my mom's journey to be a professional soccer player, or was it my journey to be a professional soccer player? Well, duh, the answer is me. It's my journey. So, you know, when, when you have parents at practice, and they're watching your practice... You as a parent, of course, you're going to have comments, questions, concerns to give to your kid because you're watching them actively participate in practice. So you're already going to be controlling the narrative of their soccer practice, their football practice, whatever you want to call it. Because you're there, you're watching it. So, and it's a normal habit, desire, trait that you're going to give off when this is going on. So it's those little details that need to be watched and managed, but... You know, think about it from a kid. And this is something that, again, that I went through. I'm walking up with my mom and she says, oh, well, that touch you had over there where you did X, Y, and Z and you lost the ball, what happened? Well, gee, mom, maybe that wasn't the first thing I wanted to talk about today after practice, right? You, you know, because most of the time, what is it going to be? It's going to be negative because you made a mistake, made a mistake, made a mistake. It's life. You're going to make mistakes, especially in football. You're going to make plenty of mistakes in the 90 minutes or whatever you're playing in practice. So those are things that people don't really, you know, take account for. Now, the other thing about this is 
I don't think any of us, and I'm not a parent yet, but you know, as a parent, let's let's assume that I was, I certainly don't want my child coming to me for the rest of their life for every question, problem, thing they need to have solved. I don't want that. I want them to be able to solve their own problems as young as possible. Well, to put them on that path, you need to step out of their practice. You can't be sitting there watching practice all day because you're not solving their problem. You're bringing the problem because if they have all the answers for them before they can even communicate any of them, what are they going to get from that? Nothing. It's going to essentially practice. If you're not happy with a closed door practice, you're making it about yourself if you're a parent. And I'm being honest here. Like I need you to understand that. Because you're saying, you know, as an example, you could say something like, oh, I don't get to watch my kid practice. Okay, is it about you or is it about your kid? Because when you close door practice and things are done the right way, you've got to make sure that's clear. It's done the right way. We're talking about developing future leaders, confident, creative, self-reliant leaders in the future because they have to manage and deal with situations themselves. I'll give you an example. Let's say there's a fight. Between two players, right? A fight, it doesn't have to be a big fist fight, but let's just say a fight breaks out, okay? Punch was swung, two punches, three punches, whatever number, pick one, doesn't matter. Punches are thrown and parents are at that practice. What do you think is going to happen? Well, everybody's going to be up in arms going, oh, this is ridiculous. You know, I can't believe these kids are acting like that. But let's say there's no, no harm, nobody got hurt, nothing, nothing. But you know there's going to be parents talking about that for a while, right? Because they're at their practice. They just watched it with their own eyes. And they're going to go say, hey, you know, Jake, your son, John, acted in this way. It's unacceptable. I can't believe it, right? Well, guess what? If there was no parents at that practice, and let's say two kids went head-to-head like that, again, nobody got hurt. The coach or coaches need to solve the problem with the players and take care of it. And then guess what? It might not even be an issue to anybody ever again. It might not even be mentioned ever again. A parent might not hear about it ever again. Or never, I should say, because it was never brought up. And maybe it gets brought up. You know, there's a little fight, a little spattle between two players. But it's going to be nothing more than that. But because you as parents are at practice, you want to be involved. And again, I understand. I'm at practice. I'm the coach. I want to be involved. But you got to let the players do their jobs and be there. And... Again, look at it in the long-term growth. If you're always at practice and you watch everything and you see all these things happen to your child, one, you're going to control the narrative of the conversation. Two, and I've seen this with a lot of kids. In fact, this is something that I did when I made mistakes was I knew my mom would bring this up. Oh, you made this mistake. Oh, this happened, blah, 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 whatever. So every time I made a mistake, you know what I did? I looked right over towards my parents. Bam! Made a mistake, looked at my mom. And then she's mentally tracking that because I made a mistake. As an example. You know, there's, there, and there's various reasons a kid's going to look at their parents at whatever. But those are types of things that happen. That we don't consider. So when you go into the real world. And you trial for a professional academy. And your mom and dad are stuck outside the gate. And they're not there to protect you. Well guess what? When you show up to practice and your practice isn't very good. And you've got to explain to your mom and dad why. Well, I I didn't know what to do because you guys weren't sitting there watching me. Well, that's going to be a fun conversation. I guarantee it. But then people don't understand why their kids don't perform to certain levels and aren't able to do things on their own. And, you know, maybe as an example, they don't understand what being aggressive means was because at practice you told them they were being too aggressive. 
So let me spin that to you in a different way. Let's say in a game you're yelling at your son, Hey, Johnny, I need you to be more aggressive. But let's say a week ago at practice or whatever time before, you tell them, Hey, Johnny, you were too aggressive or too rough with your teammate Jake at practice. Well, they're going to be sitting there going, Well, you know, hold on, Mom, or hold on, Dad. You just told me a week or whatever so ago that I was too aggressive and too rough, but now you're telling me to be aggressive. That doesn't make any sense. So there's going to be all this confusion, right? Because as coaches, we need our players to be aggressive. And guess what? They're going to learn through experience that they're too aggressive. Fights and things like that are going to happen, are going to have to happen because the kids have to learn. And what way, what way best do you learn? Experience. So that's the, that's the key thing in all this whole mess with closed-door sessions. When you have a kid and they go to a closed-door session, they're working with that coach that, and those group of players and themselves to solve every single problem without the influence of anybody else. Because again, we're talking about developing future leaders. People that have confidence, the arrogance, the balls, the self-belief to make things happen. And closed-door sessions is a step in the right direction because it's a model that everybody uses. And we're not saying that we're trying to cut parents off. No. But we're trying to help accelerate your child's growth. Because let's say you live in Orlando and your child wants to play for Orlando City Academy. When they go there on a trial and they get dropped into the facility, well, guess what, mom and dad? You're stuck outside. And the kid, the player, has to figure out how to do all that by themselves without anybody's help. That's real life. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're enjoying the podcast and finding valuable information from it. Now, I do have a quick ask of you, and that would be to make sure to follow me on all social media platforms like Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, which is at Kyle C. Wilson Official, and on Twitter, which is the Kyle C. Wilson. And if you could help me do that, that would continue to help reinforce the ideas that I want to continue producing content specifically made for you guys to help educate you. And as always, you know I'm there to help as I have $23,195 worth of content available for free through my YouTube channel that will answer and help a lot of the problems that you're going through, or at least your child's going through. So if you haven't found that yet, go to the YouTube channel, Kyle C. Wilson Official. And without further ado, let's get back into the episode. 